Good morning, Beatsuits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 236. We've now done as many episodes as the defunct site by Huffington Post, uh, which was called Huffington Post 236, which I think was supposed to be funny, uh, but like 236 would still be pretty extensive business hours. Oh, so it's like... it's. You take off one hour a day. 20, yeah. yeah, yeah, like we, we go home from you take off one day a week. midnight to yeah. one and we're off Sundays. Like that's still a crazy amount of work. It takes, takes time off. <laughs> a website with a day off. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, 404 errors on Sundays. You're right, for that doesn't Lord. make any sense for a website. For the Lord. That's <laughs> uh, Speaking of things that aren't as good as they wanted to be, this week we're talking about God's Not Dead, uh, the fringy religious movie with the annoying contraction. Starring apparently people who have been in movies before, which I'm shocked to learn. This is not the biggest problem with the movie, Alex. I, I like this is your biggest issue. This is the contraction is not the biggest issue. <laughs> when people were writing it on their paper, several people like later and when they were saying it out loud, like people like would would frequently say God isn't dead because it's so much more natural sounding. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. God's not. It's just, it sounds just, it sounds weird. You are delightfully missing the point dead. of why the movie is bad, Alex. <laughs> God is not possessing of any dead. Anyway, this movie is in theaters for the next couple minutes, so catch it quickly if you want to, but probably don't. Uh, and our episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Uh, if you go to that address right now and sign up for a free trial membership, you can get a free audiobook of your choice, including a lot of things that discuss philosophy and religion in an intellectual and rigorous way. That's available on books. Check out books. Audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Also, if you want to sponsor a topic, you can go to readdeathweep.com right now, sign up for our mailing list, and you will find out when we have sponsorships available, and you can pick any movie or book or anything else from the pantheon of movies and books and everything else's. Readdeathweep.com, sign up for the mailing list now. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm Alex Falcone. I'm on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And we have a fun group today. First of all, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. What is this? Chicken for dinner? I can't remember the last time I had chicken. Oh, who are you? <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> Thanks, old lady with dementia. <laughs> also joining us, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hello, everyone. I'm a smiling Senegalese man whose only job is to chuckle at my friend's poor misfortune. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Senegalese accent. I wish he hadn't been part of that evil duo. It's, it's the exact same accent as Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. I loved Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, we have a very special guest. She's at Robot Caitlin on Twitter. I am. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, from San Francisco, but we're well, from Oakland. Yeah. From Oakland. But she's in our Portland studios today. Please Hi. welcome back comedian Caitlin Gill. I have cancer. <laughs> and it couldn't have waited until tomorrow. <laughs> Just general cancer of the cancer. I have cancer. <laughs> and well, it's you're not couldn't killing you. wait until tomorrow. <laughs> you are not keeping Dean Kane around if you have cancer of the cancer. No, you, if you've got the cancer, Dean Kane's got shit to do. More, more importantly, like, he's leaving you with a bill for the bottle of Cristal that's been unopened. <laughs> well, she wasn't going to pay for it. Uh, that never came to their table where there was already red wine. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like it's like they say, uh, wine before Cristal, never sicker, right? I, I, I firmly believe that no one involved in the production of this film has ever actually seen the contents of a bottle of Cristal. So perhaps they just thought it was red wine and that that was not a, one of the wildly <laughs> inaccurate uh, portrayals made of uh, what objects look like in this film. That'll oh, become clear later. That will. We'll talk about that, too, for sure. Does, any, does, it, does anybody make a like bubbly red wine? I mean, There's you can like have a rosés. sparkling red wine, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I it was great sparkling uh, Pinot Noir. Because I was going to say, if not, we should just get a wine and a soda stream and make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> Three steps I ahead. I like how you party, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Three steps ahead of you. I don't want to know what the third step is. <laughs> step two was profit. I know that one. <laughs> Step two is profit. <laughs> oh, right. Step three is profit. <laughs> well, I all guess right, step three is blow it all. Let's find... Uh, yeah, step three is party. Uh, so, Chris, I need you to yes. summarize this movie because it's kind oh, of, God. you know, a really... It's got a lot of shades mm. of gray. You know, it's got a lot of intricacy and nuance <laughs> really? to the plot. Yeah. So sure. I, I'd like you to summarize in the style of the worst professor in the history of professors. Yeah, sure. All right, audience. Who apparently uh, used to be Hercules. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you a step may down. recognize me from the CW show, Hercules. <laughs> uh, but what I really, really want you to know first uh, is that I could teach you things, but instead I'm just going to make you write on a slip of paper, and we're going to skip entire sections of the syllabus. So, <laughs> Also, I not even reading the you. syllabus on day one. They're just skipping right to sign this paper, uh-huh. class dismissed, oh, eight God. minutes in. Even psychology classes aren't that easy. I mean, tenure is great, though, right? Is I think that was my lesson. <laughs> yeah, this might be tenure. God's not great. Tenure is. Tenure is um, awesome. Tenure's so, not dead. Here's, yeah, okay, so to set the, the stage, uh, it's at a college campus, and freshman, new freshman Josh Wheaton, not Joss Wheaton. <laughs> right? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was actually offended that his name was Josh Wheaton, uh, but... He's a new freshman, and he he's going to a college that's a normal university, and he, he is a Christian. You can tell because he's always wearing the cross around his neck. He's got uh, a Newsboys t-shirt on. He's got a Christian girlfriend, and they do a lot of close hugging <laughs> and kissing on the cheek, but never more. <laughs> the six-year anniversary side hug. That... Yeah. <laughs> there is just... none more sexier than a side they, hug. Uh, I, I did I some numbers here. Yeah. They started going out when they were 12? Thank you. Yeah. Six year yeah. anniversary. Yeah, because that means because he's eighteen, it's a freshman, right? Yeah, yeah. They met when, when your youth, youth group collided. collided with mine. Yeah, at twelve. Right. What were you colliding at twelve? Oh, they're well, they're oh, playing. I don't know suits. where anybody no, else had their suits. first sexual experiences, but I can tell you it had to do with youth groups. So those kids have memories. Like there's shame keeping those two together about acts done between pews. Oh, that's what it is. So I was. I'm yeah. just surprised they're not married. Like that's what didn't make sense to me. I know, right? They're legally of age. She yeah. has been. Yeah. for like you know five years in the state that they're from apparently <laughs> so i mean they yeah. could have hitched up a long time ago well, but also like with okay. the side so, hugging, sorry you have to get through yeah, this i know ahead, but Chris, that point had to, <laughs> sorry, that was a blatant sorry, sorry. thing i <laughs> no, didn't even do right. the math so but you're right Josh, that's important yeah it, for his uh elective he's pre-law but for his uh, liberal arts elective he needs to take a philosophy class and he enrolls in the class of professor radisson who's played by TV's Hercules, Kevin Sorbo. And, and heir to the Radisson Hotel fortune. <laughs> That's right. I think he's Radisson because he's like, he thinks he's fancy, but he's not nearly as good as a Marriott. Right. <laughs> but he, the pens are nice. That's the oh, chip. Pens like, are nice. What yeah. God would allow this? That's why he's angry. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin Sorbo, uh, Professor Radisson, is, uh, teaches philosophy in his intro to philosophy course. And Sorbo is famously anti-God. He, he hates... Uh, people who believe in God, and his whole thing is uh, 
disproving God. And at the start of the class, he makes the entire class write down God's dead on a piece of paper. On unlined paper. Unlined paper, (sighs) and you just turn it in. And if everybody in the class turns it in, then they'll just skip over the delu- you know the God disproving thing because if everybody just, just kind of takes it for granted that there's no God, then his job is easier. Um, but Josh, loyal Christian, says he can't do it. He he's sticking up for God, and God's his friend. He feels like and Jesus so, is his buddy. <laughs> Jesus doesn't is his wanna, buddy, man. Doesn't want to disappoint his friend. And Jesus is like, uh, listen, Josh. Dude, I never call you. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're not close. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like acquaintance like wave yeah. to each other have like a two-minute conversation in the elevator but oh, like yeah yeah but if you see each other again like that same day like you will not make eye contact because that would be weird they're not he's yeah. never jesus is never going to call josh and be like hey what are you up to it's never going to happen is josh a stalker of jesus he's kind of like that wow no he's just <laughs> he's just like he's just josh he's jesus's lame friend <laughs> okay but you guys as the consequence for being the guy who won't turn in the paper he has to stand up in front of his class in the next three classes he has 20 minutes each to prove the existence of god using debate and mind you that's and three more classes that mr radison doesn't have to teach anything <laughs> yeah, it's kind I, of a great plan well radison just sits back and says well science says there's no god so what do you say you know, and Radisson is just basically, he's a big dick. It turns out he is dating a former student of his who is also a Christian who uh, is very unhappy in that relationship. I and can't imagine why, though. Yeah, he's such a sweetheart. Yeah. Prince. He's he's chauvinist <laughs> and he's a, an intellectual bully. He makes fun of her in public. Yeah, in front of her back. <laughs> it is he, nice uh, to know it, from this movie that what brings Christians and atheists together is misogyny. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the glue holding that. Those yeah. relationships well, actually, there's together. another thing as well. Um, Apple products, if you saw it, no matter oh, yeah. what. Oh, yeah. Except for the Blackberry at the end. Okay, right. sorry. Go ahead. The atheist yeah. has oh, a yeah. Blackberry. No, no, no. Everybody Kevin else. An atheist. He has a Blackberry. <laughs> has Isn't a Blackberry. that? Oh. Um, so yeah, and there's some other characters like there's this uh, vegan atheist liberal internet reporter who's an ambush reporter, who then, her name's Amy Ryan, and she finds out she has cancer, and then all of a sudden has a crisis of faith. Um, her brother is... Super generic the cancer of the cancer. She just has... Yeah, whoa, whoa, wait, her, the doctor's the like, you have yeah. all cancer. I think at cancer. some point a doctor mutters something specific, but I don't know. I think no, it's a, her, her lover, her lover like her boyfriend was Dean Cain. Yes. Yeah, or her boyfriend was Dean Cain. That's yeah. right. Dean Cain's sister is Mina, who's the girlfriend of the professor. This is a whole interconnected thing. Right. Um, but Dean Cain's a successful businessman. His mom has dementia. At business. He's he a successful <laughs> yeah. businessman in he business. He's a girlfriend who has cancer of the cancer. <laughs> it's really not specific. Yeah. The doctor said, I don't want to harp on this cancer thing too much, but the doctor did say, he's like, your tests came back. You have cancer. Like, why did you get that test? That's a very... <laughs> That's a weird test. And it's already like mis- metastasized. Yeah, it's it's mista- yes, metastasized. It's no. traveling. It's uh... <laughs> like a pea stick that just yeah, has yeah. a little plus or a minus. Yeah, you just pick a couple up at the grocery store. <laughs> side note, side note. Dogs can sniff out cancer and it's incredible now. Wait, what? Oh, dogs, yeah. You can train can dogs to cancer. smell your tumors. What? Okay. Yeah, they, can okay. Sm- they can smell okay. a tumor and they can smell a bed bug. Hold on a second. What? How do you... What? It, because, the, you know, they smell different. They make things happen. <laughs> And dogs can well, smell those things. So is and it dogs like, are incredible. Like when you have a bloodhound, you like make him smell the t-shirt of the person you're trying to find, and then he like runs wait, wait, off. Wait, 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 wait. 
Did you guys know that dog is God backwards? <laughs> <laughs> You're blowing my mind. So God can smell Wait, your you not tumors? I mean, how could that not... How could the link between a God's ability... a do- See, a God's ability... Even I can't tell them apart <laughs> Yeah, now. who knows where God starts and where dog ends. Well, I think it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think Stephen Hawking said that. <laughs> Therefore, okay. it must be true. Speaking of Stephen Hawking, wasn't he referenced in one of those marvelous presentations that he Josh was, gave in Dr. Radisson's class? Many times. Yeah, there are a lot of PowerPoints. And uh, over the course of three classes, Josh has to prove it. And he proves uh, at the end, of course, the side of good and justice and Jesus wins. And he wins over not only most of his classmates, but also including the uh, Chinese uh, foreign student <laughs> and, uh, who calls him Mr. Josh. Yeah. Um, which is because he doesn't speak um, English, really. The director's yeah. cut ends with that kid's father getting shot in a dark basement <laughs> oh, in China. It does. <laughs> uh, um, and, and let's see, he wins over the Muslim student, the girl who is secretly a Christian and listens to scripture on her iPod. Christian podcasts. They were, they were going yeah. to hook up, right? Like, that was happening? Oh, yeah, they go fuck. Yo, yeah. they go to fuck. <laughs> no, no. He go finger blast her in that Newsboy concert. No. All, of, all oh. of that Staples Center bathroom. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. So, like, Love Actually comes together at the, the Newsboys concert, which is yeah. a real Christian rock band. They're in the bathroom making there, Newsboys. Except for Kevin Sorbo, who on the way there dies at the end because he gets hit by a car. But it's cool because he likes Jesus Pastor now. Dave and Pastor Jude He's find Kevin crud- Sorbo and give him the last minute crushed. conversion. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, can we go back to finger blasting the Staples Senator? He's nah. not going to do that to her. What? He's, He's going to go side hug her. That's all they do. Oh, man. They're okay, not, but they're side dog. You clearly haven't raw been to you, my friend. <laughs> so, I, well, alternatively, side hug is like fifth base. They literally have lock-ins still. They just lock Christian kids in church basements. <laughs> do you think that's about education? That's about more Christians. That's <laughs> about quiver arrows in the quiver, man. That's all that is. Why don't you, they had a six-year anniversary. To not tell them what sex is, so they have it accidentally in lockins. <laughs> that's what. That's how you get more of these people. I apologize. I, I, I do like Josh came from like, the uh, like a basement of an Iowa church where two kids who grew up on hay bales met and didn't know what to do with their throbbing body parts, and then there was this toe-eyed fucking freshman. Eighteen years later, I, that's how you make these people. <laughs> His dad's like wow. twenty-eight. Sorry. I'm, I'm not even talking from personal experience. It is just the theory. Although, not even. Although Christian camp is a great place to get laid. Okay. I'm sorry, Chris. Let's let's uh, bring this sorry. big beast in. Sorry. Oh, do, we, no. do we do it? No. At do we the land end, it? everybody either finds God or is dead. Right. And, that's it. and then everyone texts people. Oh, and oh, and the movie encourages everyone uh, at the concert, but also by extension, everyone in the theater to text everyone they know with "God's not dead." Which and, uh, knowing this message brought to you by Jesus and your wireless carrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, some charges may did, apply. Um, did, people, yeah. <laughs> did people in your but, theater do it? No. Yes. yes. Definitely there were people in my theater doing it. Actually, I, saw. I kept a count of satisfied size laughs or noises, there and was I got cheering. to 32. Woo. 30, yeah, wow. when, when, when the kid ostensibly won the debate, there was some audible, yeah, yeah. from the crowd. Yeah, oh, there was a lot of that. Oh, speaking of, I mean, I went at, at a 9.30 p.m. show in Times Square, I thought I was going to be the only person. Yeah, me too. And instead, <laughs> I really thought I'd be alone in there. <laughs> yeah. And instead, we we had middle-aged uh, older black church ladies walk in and also a couple of youth groups. And the black church ladies were great because whenever Kevin Sorbo was there, there was one lady who'd say like, ooh, the devil himself. And like fan herself. <laughs> and like, you know, Perfect. they gave some great cheers and some great, you know, 
If you text everybody in your address book, that's yes. terrorism, right? Is that? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, they're saying like a million people are going to say God's not dead, but like knowing autocorrect, like half a million are going to say like ghosts not dad. So it's, <laughs> it's pretty a lot okay. of confused people. I feel like <laughs> if dads with snot on them. If that's not. If that's not against man's law, that should at least be against God's law, right? There should be the eleventh commandment: "Thou shalt not mass text." Yeah, seriously. Thou shalt not spam text. That should be somewhere. Come on, man, be cool. <laughs> One, po- I have to just br- maybe because we lost a little bit the plot of the poor girl who is experiencing a transition in faith. From her Muslim roots to right, the her one, Christian faith. The one who's listening oh, to the Christian yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. And then her father who pulls up in a Toyota Tercel with 400 million miles on it. Because <laughs> he's used it as a taxi. Because they pulled a shirt off a taxi driver and put it on this actor. Who I feel like was, again, either told this was a comedy or like has a horrible debt to pay. Like there is a family, like there is a, a huge knife hovering over a relative's arm at this point, holding it to make him betray there's a figure in an envelope either that or he's just an italian dude who looks kind of arab and doesn't give a shit there's one that's the only option either he is deeply racist or he just is held to do this by some horrible oh my god yeah he's this guy who just as soon as he finds his daughter listening to a christian podcast his reaction is to beat the shit out of her and then throw her by the hair out of the house and although it brings him to tears i don't think that's enough of a moment to (laughs) really restore what they've done to the image yeah Uh, right He's like, man, I feel pretty bad about this. Yeah, gosh, I mean, I'm not going to do anything to fix it, or I'm not going to display any of the, you know, open-minded conversation that has made that culture lead, you know, led that culture to advances that we depend on every day to enjoy our lives. But yeah, for sure, he's just going to toss his 15-year-old daughter out into the street. No doubt. The guy that chose to move to America to give a better life to his family, at least to his perspective, is going to just go ahead and toss his daughter out into the street. That's usually what happens. It felt good. Yeah, in the first part of the movie, I actually felt good about the dad. He's like, you know what? Like, I'm, you have to wear this hijab. Um, it's uh, gets you in touch with our culture, and I know it's hard being here, but living this in their is world, how we do it. This yeah. is who we are. And but then I, when you know, I was like, oh, okay. I, you know, he's trying to make it in the world. He's trying to teach his values to his daughter. That's okay. And then the whole time, the movie's like, oh, the hijab is oppression, and blah blah blah. And then she's Christian, and he just starts hitting his daughter. And I'm like, oh, you lost me. <laughs> they don't even say the yeah. hijab is oppression. She walks out with her hijab, and a uh, white girl walks behind her, like, you're so pretty. I wish you didn't have to do that. Right. Which is like, I like looking at you. Let me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why do you get to take away your face from me? Like, which is so fucking. That's not. It's not your right to look it's at not. her face. Like, yeah, she's beautiful. You don't get to. It's not for you. It's up to her yeah. what she does with that. But right. no, it's not okay for her to have that right. She doesn't get that choice. Not in our America. When she yeah. said I mean, that, I was like, immediately oh. she sits down in her car with her dad. Yeah. Is this the conversation they have every day? This movie is full of like. Like, the camera just happened to be there for this important, pivotal conversation, but it's always at these mundane moments of life. Like, you're picking up your daughter, and the first thing you say isn't like, how are classes? Or like, we have to get home. I have groceries. No, it's yeah. like, honey, I know this culture is difficult to navigate. Is that how we dropped her off? Like, here's your ego, and I know that this is going to be a difficult day for you and your hijab, but remember, stay deeply connected to your... Ri- is that just Tuesday? Is that how it is? What a horrible life. Just remember, we're picking up your brother from soccer, and also we have to read the yeah, prophecies totally. that told us that this is the way to live our lives. Don't forget that. Carry their inspiration yeah. with you through this difficult day. I think if this wine stays in the car, everyone's going to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) 
life lessons. That's right. Kevin Sorbo's Christian girlfriend is the other. Uh, uh, just she ends up having to leave Kevin Sorbo because of what a dicky is, not just because of her faith. Honestly, her faith should have had nothing to do with it. He's no. just he an asshole. Ass, Honey, yeah. you don't need him, like to yeah. bring God into this. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, if if but this was does. sports teams, he would have been a dick to you about the sports team you liked. The guy's a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. look. I hate to cut you off here because this is no, going that's great. Fine. I but. Know. Technically, we're supposed to start and end every show with a compliment. Right. It's part of the deal. It's the compliment sandwich. So uh, we have to say something nice. It's kind of a weird, awkward time uh, with this movie now. We've been a little mean to it, and it's not its not sure that we're still friends. So we need to... Well, it's a compliment. Caitlin, you're the guest, so you can go first or last in this opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Um, I will go last. Thank you. Okay, great. Uh, uh, why don't I go first? I'll go first. So my compliment is to uh, Patrick Frierson. Yep. Who it was the philosophy of religion professor at the college that I went to, and I took a philosophy of religion, religion class from him, and it was very interesting, and we read a lot of actual thought on this matter, which this movie was not interested in, um, and there are interesting discussions that have happened throughout history, but mostly at the end of class, at the end of our semester together, Patrick Frierson had everyone in the class write down whether they thought he was a religious or not religious based on the way he had taught the class. And at the end of class, the votes were about 50-50, which nice. was, that's how you teach a class, you know, regardless of which side you are on the issue. And he was religious. Uh, he taught the class from the point of view of, let's actually learn something together as a group, as opposed to, on day one, sign the petition that says what I think. Yeah, and, and this uh, is a class on philosophical thinking like how to yeah it's not even on religion like it's not like in this class in this movie he doesn't even it's not like we have to get that god thing out of the way because it's going to ruin this whole class phil introduction to philosophical thinking pretty much doesn't need that you that's not going to hang over you there's a lot of great lessons here look so if you were going to turn this into a compliment about the movie you would say okay the compliment to the movie is for teaching me to value that which i had Mm -hmm. uh yeah there see i did it that's what jesus wanted yeah, he, this movie taught me to value that uh, what a great teacher Patrick Frierson was. And the rest of you, Professor Frierson, uh, the rest of you out there, if you watch this and thought, maybe philosophy is the worst, uh, it's not. It's the movie. Yeah, it's just a, it's a problem of small sample sizing generally in this yeah. movie. It's like you got one philosophy professor who is a raging asshole and just not a good teacher generally. Yeah, like, not every yeah, teacher I, is a good teacher. A poisoned sample size. Yeah, this is totally. Not- there are bad yeah. teachers, and if you only show the one teacher, you're like, oh, that must be all teachers are bad. But no, there's the, there's a ba- there are bad doctors. Somewhere in the world, there's the worst ice cream taster. Doesn't matter yeah. what the job is, somebody yeah. sucks at that job. So this movie made me r- admire a good philosophy professor. I think we might want to mention that the three of us studied philosophy together. Yes. So <laughs> I think that's important here. Near uh, and dear to our heart. Yeah. So, Caitlin, are you a philosophy person? I studied political science and absolutely took philosophy courses. But you're still, yeah, you're still the diversity on the show. Yes, I represent a different (laughs) side of the scientific arts. We, (laughs) yeah, I I mean, I think it's important to mention just because, like, I think that made me much angrier. Like, if I was a soccer player and this movie was about a soccer player who was terrible at his job, it would have made me angrier. (laughs) Like, I was more mad than I would have just been as a human, which still would have been pretty mad. uh, But, like, because this was, like, showing a philosophy class so inaccurately it was very frustrating yeah but that powerpoint though it, the, oh, the powerpoint, oh, powerpoint. Yeah. it was super good and maybe that's maybe that goes into my compliment because okay, my compliment go for it. was josh's 
amazing skill with PowerPoint. Yeah. Right? For, for somebody was sparkling. who spent a lot of time doing pitches, dude was amazing at PowerPoint. And he was like freaking out about the time and he was reading all these books and I was like, well, maybe you should have cut out your uh, transitions time. That would have given <laughs> yeah. you a lot more time to read. I mean, there's a lot of elegant sans serif in those. There was good back, well chosen background photos. Yeah, like seriously, like I don't think anything. No one could to, could say shit about that. Like, like <laughs> it is, it's flawless. flawless. It's probably PowerPoint. not PowerPoint. Do you think maybe it's uh it's the Apple version? Yeah. It looked like Keynote, you know, but that black box computer sure didn't look like any thinky patty iPady thing or i box Somebody else, you're close. Keep yeah, going. Right. No, I don't have them. I, I'm I'm I box have Max. The, you were close. <laughs> box I'm Max. Kevin Sorbo of computers, a PC. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was beautiful, and I was upset about how beautiful it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome, Ezra. That and the light show. What's yeah. your um, minor compliment? Well, Major so I compliment. Guess this is this is to the um, I guess. The posters in the wall of the uh, General Cancer Treatment Office. Um, <laughs> office a, of General Cancer. Yeah, so there's a Louisiana Crop Specials, I think, poster, um, which said features sweet corn, Christmas trees, blueberries, and peppers. That's where you can find Oh, Louisiana. so it was just like from the Louisiana Tourism Board? Yeah. <laughs> or I guess like how to eat healthy. I'm not really sure. Like you can't eat Christmas trees, but I'm glad that they grow them. <laughs> but they would be low-cal. <laughs> yeah. High in Christmas, high in fiber, Christmas, yeah. <laughs> high super high in Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Which, if you're into that, if that's part of your diet, now with yeah, that, I'm it's sorry. If it's a if it's your cheat day, maybe you get a lot of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, as oh, much yeah. as you want, but it's it's not like a every like it's the top of the food pyramid. It's not like at the base. All right, well, that leaves you, Caitlin. What's your major compliment? I guess I was impressed at the idea that anyone thinks a college freshman gives a shit. At all. About anything, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I did study political science, and uh, I'm familiar with apathy. <laughs> so I appreciated that, uh, like, there was both a philosophy. Like, the kids were just riveted in that philosophy card. Did you oh, see yeah. all of those 18-year-olds standing, like, sitting still and facing forward and uh, standing up in unison at like one point? High school students. Lots of oh, them. Oh, yeah. And one also guy was lots like of them looked like they were 27. Right. There was a yeah. good mix of, like, preteens and well-past teens trying to portray 21-year-olds <laughs> in that movie. There was a point where the camera panned over the over the crowd, and you saw all of the laptops that people had they were taking notes on, and they were all open to note-taking programs, which is the least believable part of this movie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Facebook, like, Facebook, that's, Facebook, that's my Facebook, Way to believe yeah. that <laughs> Facebook porn. <laughs> so you say, way to believe, way to believe that like kids actually give a shit about anything. I yeah, mean, even if it, even if it's God, which okay, all right, fucking if it's got to be that. But I mean, the kids would pay a little more attention to this train wreck portion of the class, I think, yeah. than normal. But still, <laughs> you were, yeah, you remember how it was when you were a freshman and oh, everybody yeah, else so respected much you and was so engaged and interested right. yeah. in what you had to say, and were, it was probably like not nervous at all for you, and definitely eager to engage in it. Every Everybody sat up straight in the audience. If yeah. you stood up in well, front of the classroom. I mean, Remember totally. how it was when you were a freshman? Just like I'm that. Sorry. Yeah. Go Just ahead. like that. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, it was great. Like, there's, there's a climactic moment at the end where, like, everyone, like, stands up and says, you know, so that God's not dead. Right. Everyone stands up except for it's one kid who either was asleep or like missed his mark or just like didn't care. And like, <laughs> I want like the side, like the side story of him just like saying like, you know, I am like the like. Satan really, really like you know, Satan's my buddy, and like yeah, he I really, like, really. <laughs> I feel like I would disappoint him. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to disappoint him. <laughs> sorrow, God's not dead. <laughs> we get a sequel. I am a god, so hurry up with my damn massage in a French ass restaurant. Hurry up with my damn croissants.
All right, let's jump into our hates now, you guys. I think there's plenty of hating to do, we're, and we've, we've done some already, but let's get into our main hate, hate segment. We're going to just, let's just take a hatero to philosophical thinking class. <laughs> like, okay. we'll just do hate 151, which probably should be 101. I don't know why they're starting in the 150s. There's some inflation oh, intro classes drunk. at this college. all right so what's something else where else do you want to start where do we start there's so much stuff can we start with kevin sorbo yeah (laughs) so professor radisson like for i mean kevin sorbo like heir to the great sorbetto uh fortune (laughs) he gets money for every sorbetto you buy yeah we've already talked about this but like just just to rephrase he's not a good teacher. No. He's not trying to teach concepts. He's just declaring things. He's not really a good philosopher, and the philosophical arguments he makes are terrible. I'm not even sure he's all that bright. Nope. You know? he He's just like, well, I, I heard that science says this. His one argument. This is a guy argue. who's ostensibly spent his whole career disproving God in philosophy classes, and his one argument is like... chair of the department yeah. soon. Yeah, and his one argument is like... But uh, there's this Stephen Hawking quote out of context. That pretty much proves my point. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wipes I his am hands, wiping my hands. Walks everybody. out of class. He's done. Yeah. So as far as a straw man. I got a girlfriend to go yell at in public. <laughs> yeah. He so. goes so far as to like belittle Josh outside of class. Like in the elevator. Hunt him down room. in an elevator. That mm. ominous shot where he's standing above on a balcony and yeah. he sees Josh below and he's standing. His hands are like... Tense around a banister. Mm, yeah. My foe. Do you, did you ever you remember those? You remember when you were a college freshman? And your and professors you had those were professors that worried about that you? literally hunted you from above. <laughs> yeah. You remember? You remember in college? Remember? That was like college. I Okay, so not only does it feel like they've never been to college, it also felt like the people who made this movie have just like never done other things in the world. Like when, no. like when they need a rental car, he's like, "No, no, they'll deliver the rental car to me." They call the rental car. How is car. that guy getting home? This exactly. is what my, exactly my point. The guy shows up with the rental car and just gets out of it in the parking lot. Like, I guess I Normally live here they now. Bring two cars. They bring a, a shuttle. They, yeah, they shuttle you. They pick you up and bring you back, or they bring another car to bring him back. It's not like that guy just has to walk home. He delivered the car to you. Have you <laughs> never rented a car? That's so weird. How do you that bad? I mean, that's such a terrible interpretation of we'll pick you up is we'll drop the car off and then I'll just stay at the church until you come back. And then I am fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Enterprise. Now I'm fucked. That's their motto. (laughs) Uh, Look, so so Mina, you know, uh, the the, the Christian who is dating Kevin Sorbo, she's like, she seems very nice, uh, but like she does not know her kitchen prep. She was... um, (laughs) <laughs> slicing unpeeled she was slicing unpeeled carrots like with like the wrong end of a paring knife like the wrong side of it like with the handle like, like, she was just hitting yeah, it with struggling the blade the in her hand <laughs> there was also a bowl of like peeled baby carrots like behind her yeah. so she's apparently a great dinner she's party. like shaving the carrots down to in baby ba- carrot size she's building her own baby carrots <laughs> yeah that yeah. seems that's to be right. what's Saving happening money. that in, dinner in party every, well, in every scene, she was just she was serving like it looked like a tray of like like half cherry tomatoes, and that was like the only thing on the tray. She was like, yeah, like, that was like her main and her like appetizer. <laughs> she and did she just carry around two, two, one hungry. tray with. There was a prop to represent all of the food to be served <laughs> this, at that party. One of the first scenes in the movie was her shopping, and she was such a funny shopper. She would walk up to a shelf, 
grab the olive oil that. bottle, look at the back, smile broadly to herself, put it in the <laughs> basket, walk along, find a bottle of wine, read the back of it, smile broadly, put the wine she in her She was just such a happy coaching. shopper. She was so stoked you know what? to be grocery I went shopping. To- that's way different from me just like scooping a wall of salmon into a basket for my cat. <laughs> All for Caitlin. God is a spider. God is a spider. God is a spider. Trying to block my path. God is a spider. Everybody quiet down, quiet down. It's uh, time to get started. Uh, you guys, welcome to Filmmaking 151, Introduction to Making Good Movies. First things first, I want everyone to take out a piece of paper and write these three words on it and then sign it. Everybody, I want you to write, subtlety is dead. Do that, and then we can just skip ahead to the rest of the class. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Professor Strawman, I can't go against what I believe in. I think there's still some room for subtlety in movies. Oh, uh, oh, look, everybody. We have a dummy on our hands. So you think you're smarter than me? Freshman, you're a dummy. You must be a dummy. Okay, so you you have to get in front of the class right now and defend your position that subtlety isn't dead. That's the only choice. Uh, okay. But if you lose, which you will, because you're dumb, you will lose your whole grade. I have no arguments against you. You're just dumb. I thought I should tell you that. <laughs> dumb. Ugh. Well... Okay, I mean, Professor, my, my position is that when you watch a movie, it's more fun if you aren't getting hit over the head with the director's point of view. You should have, like, also a story. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, well, so you, an attractive and likable freshman, you think you know better than me, a terrible person and a bad professor. You just think, like, that's okay? Ugh. Well, actually, Professor, yes, I, I do think that. <sighs> this is the only argument I'm going to make. <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you guys. Can you, can you stop the ad? What's up, Caitlin? I, I think the point you're trying to make about the movie God's Not Dead is that it isn't subtle. But do you think you could make your point clearer? I'm, I'm not sure that everybody's picking up on it. Huh. Ah, Caitlin, I guess you're right. Maybe we should be more obvious. Well, how about this? Let's add some characters who disagree with our point and then have them do just horrible, despicable things. Okay, okay, great. So I'll play a character who doesn't believe in subtlety. Uh, the obviously wrong position. And I'll be your girlfriend. Perfect. And then I will break up with you because you get cancer of the cancer. And then I'll be really mean to my mom who's got dementia. I don't think that's enough. Can we do more? I will literally murder somebody with my car. Great. Ooh, ooh. For good measure, can we have people who disagree with us abuse their children? Sure. Okay. I, I think you've cleared it up. You think this movie, God's Not Dead, wasn't very subtle. That's correct. That is my position. Yeah. But isn't this supposed to be the part of the podcast where you try to make money? Isn't this supposed to be an ad? Oh, oh, right, right. Uh, so, yeah, please, everybody listening right now, please visit readdeshweep.com slash Amazon anytime you want to buy something from Amazon so that we can make money. If you buy things from readdeshweep.com slash Amazon, we make money. And we want to make money. Yeah, we put a lot of work into this show, and it helps us we can make money to pay our technical costs. So this is us asking for you to give us money by shopping at read-reap.com slash Amazon, and that is what we are doing right now. I'm not sure I follow. Do you want people to go to read-weep.com slash Amazon or not? Yes. Yes, we do. For the money. (laughs) 
we have just a little bit of time left. We have time to do a really quick debate. Obviously, we need to do a debate. So bring out the bring out the music. It's time for the read it and weep debate. All right. So you guys, obviously, this movie is uh, trying to show that there is a god still, and uh, we have we are going to debate today the hypothesis that the existence of this movie actually disproves the existence of a benevolent god. If there was a good god, he would not let this movie happen. That's the case being made today. Ezra is taking the affirmative that this movie does disprove the existence of a benevolent god. Chris, on the other hand, is taking not the weak alternative that this doesn't prove anything, but the strong alternative position that this move pro- movie proves the existence of a benevolent god. So, we're going to Caitlin and I are going to judge from our, in our from our our uh, Portland Ivory Tower. Indeed. And so we're going to have Ezra to go first. You're the affirmative. Make your first point. Okay. Go. So if God was good, uh, this movie would not exist, and I instead would have been able to watch uh, the new Captain America movie for two hours of my time. <laughs> um, as was, uh, because it did exist, um, I went through about two, two hours of pain, and then you know maybe two hours or so of aftershocks. God, I think, <laughs> wants me to be happy. Um, if he's a good god, um, so either he is a dick, all right, or uh, he does not exist. Clarifying question: Does this argument presuppose that God thinks you are worth, be- like that God wants you personally to be happy? Is it possible that God thinks you are evil and that He was punishing you? Okay, well, I, I it's totally possible that that God thinks that I'm evil. I guess I'd have to throw it up to the people generally of you know. How much do you think I should be punished? Like, do, do I deserve four hours or so of punishment on a Friday night? And if you think it's less than that, then God is not good. Um, yeah. All right. Chris, what is okay. your negative point? Okay, my negative point, just to counter perfectly, I think, what Ezra was saying, is that, you know, I mentioned, I, I saw this on a weeknight in Times Square. Mm-hmm. Um where Name there's a lot of lights, a lot of noise, a lot of people who are tourists and walking very slowly, which, like, all three together, when I'm already tired, is my worst place. Like, I was in a really, really bad place. And when I got to that theater, four escalators up in theater 16 of 25 at the AMC, mm-hmm. never before had I appreciated how soft the seats were. Never before oh. had I loved to sit down and be in a quiet place with some inoffensive power pop and wait for a movie. <laughs> so God was showing me that really I needed to be in that theater oh. and I had to get out of it. Brought that. you in from the cold. Now, is That's it possible right. that, uh, I'm going to ask the corollary to my question for Ezra, is it possible that there is an evil God and that he wanted to make you feel a false sense of security and then on your way home, you're going to get a call from generic doctor about your generic cancer having moved to all of your body parts. Okay. A, I rode on the subway, so I can't get calls while heading home. Oh, but B, true. if there was an evil god, he would have denied me Reese's Pieces, and I got my Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Caitlin. Uh, so those are our first two points. This is our first round. Who's gonna, who do you want to give the point to to that round? You know, I was on the fence until Reese's Pieces, and I, <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, that's fair. 
a universe uh, in which <laughs> any malevolent force could be in control and there would still be Reese's Pieces. I so mean, it's I sort feel of like, like that's one piece of, of just true light. So Ezra was trying to raise like the problem of evil and you were countering with the the not problem the of, Reese's of Reese's Pieces. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. the pro- it's the existence of, of a greater good that perhaps, I mean, yeah, but we, like it, yeah. throw any evil at me. Yeah, but we have I, Reese's Pieces. You right. see I mean, what I'm doing just, there? It's right. like, I'll yeah, just, okay, I'll just, I get it. Evil, but like... Check out these Reese's Pieces. It can't all be that bad. Right. Well, I'll, I'll I mean, I'm saying this, this good overwhelms all of the bad because right. we have Reese's Pieces. So, I mean, fuck your catastrophes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I got my pieces. Okay. Caitlin, I wish that was true. It's just the issue of Reese's Pieces are one of the least healthy things for you. And it just seems so unfair that, like, God would make a world where the food that is absolutely delicious, if you eat it in mass quantities, will totally kill you. Hasn't killed me yet. <laughs> It's true. I suppose I could do the Christian thing and just eat unpeeled carrots and baby carrots. <laughs> it's also possible. <laughs> I, What's I, funny is... <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Oh, sorry. Mina was supposed to have made, like, Coco Van yeah. and, like, really... No, like, plate of know, cherry tomatoes. Food. <laughs> 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 what, what I think... Uh, I, just throwing another possibility out there. Obviously, uh, I, I don't want to seem biased, but it's also possible that there's the existence of a Catholic God and that he made Reese's Pieces bad for you so that you could feel guilty but do it anyway. Oh. I feel like there's a lot of defense for a Jewish god in this movie as well. Oh, there's that's kinda, I mean, the core, the, the first two debates are, I'm sorry, did, uh, uh, no, gentlemen, no. I'm curious in how the course of the debate nice. in relation to this film, you might uh, deal with the fact that most of these debates, uh, or most of the arguments presented uh, stemmed from Old Testament references, the Old Testament, which still binds together all three Abrahamic religions, uh-huh. only one of which is supposed to win the day in this particular film. Right. Uh, right. So, I mean, which god are you talking about in terms of good god or a god that exists at all? Are we talking about an Abrahamic god or a specifically Christian trinity? Yeah. Specifically a, a buddy Jesus type religion. Right. One of the more modern ones. But Chris, Which you're going to have to go first. You won. You won. So you're yeah. playing make it, take it. So use that question to guide your second point. <laughs> wow. Okay. Threw me for a curve here, but I'll deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's 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 the Christian God. It's 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 Jesus and the Trinity and God is love sort of message because that's the God that Josh follows and everything sort of works out for Josh guided by the Holy Spirit and and you know God's God's will. Um, for instance, yeah, that too. blonde girlfriend had to go. She just had <laughs> to get on the next bus out of town. And you know she what was... she did? That like through Josh being true to his God, Jesus. She did. Yeah. And, and you know, Pastor Dave, big Christian uh, uh, pastor, you know, he got a Blackberry out of the deal, probably, <laughs> when he took it from Kevin Sorbo's pocket, and we never saw it uh, from his, put back. His soon-to-be yeah. soon corpse. Do That's you think, right. Yeah. Uh, so so you're, you're suggesting that maybe your reading of this movie is that God is good because he got rid of that controlling evil girlfriend, and you well, thought Josh could yes. do better. That was certainly, that was a net good for everyone, I right. think, for the world. All right. And, and that was certainly the God they believed in. Ezra, how do you respond, point number two, uh, that this movie disproves the existence of a benevolent God? Okay, I mean, it's pretty simple. We have a movie here, right, starring TV's Superman and TV's Hercules, and they don't share any screen time, and they don't punch the shit out of each other. <laughs> So oh. I don't know what God would allow them to meet up in this universe and then not have them punch the shit out of each other or anything. <laughs> Nothing gets punched. 
Wait, Nothing. but you did refer to them. Well, you did refer to them as TV's Superman and TV's Hercules. Aren't their powers non-existent in movies? <laughs> they're at least uh, reduced. Yeah, they're greatly reduced by the yellow sun. And of it the makes movie them puffy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin Sorbo looked gaunt, but yeah, right. he, no, like, he, he like he like sucked all. <laughs> Go ahead. Ezra, your point was that was a staggeringly good point. All I don't right. think I could okay, argue thanks. with that from uh, from any perspective. Do you, how do you have Hercules and Superman in the same movie and not have anything get punched ever? It's a good right. point. So that brings us to a two-two tie. We now go into the ad hominem attack round. Ezra, make a take. It. You're going to go first. You get the, you have one chance to make an ad hominem attack against Chris for the chance to win this debate. And it, as as usual, it all comes down to this round. Yes, my friend. <laughs> I, I think we all suffered watching this movie. And I don't think any good God would allow you to suffer. You're too sweet of a human. That is a weird way to interpret ad hominem attack. Uh, Ad hominem compliment, perhaps? We'll see. Chris, how do you respond? Listen, uh, (laughs) lady and gentlemen of the Uh court, Uh you can't possibly listen to anything Ezra's saying for two reasons. One is that he has a cold and his head is entirely full of mucus. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. What God would allow that? What God would allow that? A Jewish God? Normal God. Normal God would allow that. Normal God's um, cool with that. And also, what about, wait, so wait, you are, know, you guys, are you suggesting the, the existence of an ambivalent God? A God that's like, well, sometimes I like people, but sometimes fuck them. Have a cold. Sometimes people get stuffy. I don't <laughs> think that has anything to do with the existence of God or not. Uh, I think Stephen, Stephen Hawking said that. Yeah, That's a good point. Whatever. All right. Care. So finish up. So so there. So got. So Ezra's stuffy. I'm not sure he even has the time and attention to be able to pay to this movie that that he could say anything of worth or merit because he's so busy with his other stuff. Oh. He's a very busy guy. Between well, that and this and movie's so deep. I mean, you really got to hit the books after you go. Yeah, sit in the yeah you really got to There's a lot of like you, you gotta, out of context quotes from random flo- math professors you need to look up. Yeah. Whereas me, yeah, I and rent. you can't when you're when you're busy and stuffy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't it. even fix sinks. All right, Caitlin. Tough call. Those are the two ad hominem attacks. Kind of soft attacks, I would say. Uh, but it's up to you to judge who is going to win this round and why. I think with Ezra Slugger in the second round, his nice compliment is used as an attack uh, and just to compensate for the fact that he's stuffy and, you know, that's... Oh. I, I'm, I'm feeling. Yeah. I, I feel Wait, like I'm not... Pity? Just like a typical girl. <laughs> I can't let... I have to think with my emotions. Uh, so uh, there you go. You're going to give it sympathy victory to Ezra, uh, proving the existence of a benevolent judge. Your offspring has a champion as a father. <laughs> <laughs> At least for now, you are a champion of something. Congratulations, Ezra. Crushing it. Chris, your, your argument is still very compelling. Very good. Well, he, 78% of America is Christian. Well, right. That's why it's weird that they're... Yeah. 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 You're so right. when Josh says he suspects none of his classmates have ever set foot in a church, he's just a really bad guesser. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was the thing. That was hilarious. That literally, every student was totally happy to go ahead and sign a piece of paper that said that God's not dead. Well, yeah, or because God is it's dead, not legally binding. Well, I, I get it. But who cares? I, I mean, yes, most people will willingly misrepresent their own opinion and for personal gain. I get that that was like a message. But <laughs> there's no way that there's just one like well-coiffed white boy in a class that, and he's the only one. Nobody else in that. Nobody else in that class 
was a Buddhist or a there wasn't there was most certainly not any kind of other religious kid like a you know a Jew. I've been there in were no college. Jews I feel like college. I was so happy they left us out of it. I feel like in college, I, there were a lot of there's just a lot of expedience. You know, there's a lot of hoop. You have to jump through hoops, and one of them is like, okay, I can write this thing I don't agree with on a piece of paper. God, here's the thing: if Jesus really is your buddy, Jesus will understand that this guy isn't worth arguing with because he doesn't matter. He's just a bad teacher. Like, I think your yeah. buddy would understand, but he's not your buddy. He hates you. It's like your buddy clearly hates this guy. Your butter cl- buddy clearly hates your professor. Like, your buddy and your, your buddy Jesus and your professor do not get along. You don't need to try to make that bridge between them. No, it's yeah, not going right. to help. Well, and of course, it turned out that Kevin Sorbo didn't really believe that God was dead. He just hated God for taking away his mommy when he was 12. Yeah. And he really well, just, I think, was kind of a weird fetishist who liked hearing god's not dead and liked coaxing and like bullying children into writing this yeah like, that kept it in a drawer oh yeah there was that scene where he just pulls drawer, opens like, a drawer and pulls out a stack of these signed yeah. papers he's like yeah he take that sense. god like, i'm that's beat. what i mean you know, about I the camera just up. showing up at these moments <laughs> in life where like yeah i guess every wednesday night he sits down and shuffles through that stack of papers <laughs> just reminiscing about the time that those kids said that god is dead remember i did when just, like, i like laughing the at god that they did show some restraint though that he didn't let you know Bring himself to completion on that stack of papers. So, like, it was a subtle touch. <laughs> Thanks for cutting away, director. Yeah, well, it, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Done. he'd been with those papers for six years, so it was still probably hugging territory. We need to wrap up. So, Caitlin, uh, it's time for the reverse half of our compliment sandwich. You're going to go backwards, so that means you're first. Okay. What is your last nice thing you'll ever say about God's Not Dead? Oh, uh, that I, I have to. I laughed uh, I laughed really hard out loud at a point when I shouldn't. At the end of the movie, as you recall, <laughs> David Carradine gets hit by a car in the rain because it's raining. And right. then everybody's covered oh, yeah. in rain, and a pastor is wearing that pastor dude, the white guy pastor dude, is wearing a denim shirt, which is soaked with rain. Yeah. Uh, cut to pouring off his four face. minutes later, he is in a black t shirt, a fleece, and is totally dry and i don't know and there is yeah. no rain anywhere on the grain david carradine's body is dry and i just love you mean kevin sorbo uh, kevin sorbo sorry yeah. kevin carradine did i say that out loud that was, that was their couple okay. name well i'm not gonna go out yeah. on anything better than that but that was the uh, <laughs> uh i appreciated the gut laugh and uh it was the only time i laughed out loud in that theater without yeah, feeling guilty i did feel guilty laughing at the christian content uh in a room full of christians because you know whatever but uh oh, i did oh, not yeah. feel bad laughing out loud at how ridiculously bad that set direction was the that was whole, amazing the the whole rain looked really like really not rain like and it was oh, just no it was just pouring a off his face all right Ezra what's your minor compliment uh, there was a, a really good argument that Josh could have made that really would have convinced everyone um and it's just it's a shame they was so close they didn't make it but but I, I looked there was it was basically there for him uh the first thing they had uh, in philosophy 151 was a list of all the other atheists and um, one of them was Ayn or Rand. Philosophical, yeah, Ayn Rand yeah. was on the list. And it was just like, well, do you guys want to be like Ayn Rand or anyone else? <laughs> yeah, that so. like there were some people on that list where I was like, oh, it turns out that's not necessarily good. Yeah, right. So it was like, Ayn Rand was an atheist, so maybe time I, to believe in God. You no know one has ever persuaded me by being like, here's a famous person who agrees with that standpoint you had. That's not... Yeah, well, uh-huh. you're called a vegetarian. From yeah, a Natalie Portman's a vegetarian. Yeah. That should make that easier. I don't... That doesn't... I don't get that. Yeah, it's called arguing from authority, and it's never right. convincing, and it doesn't actually follow any sort of reason. Yeah, that was definitely... If, if this class was in, introductory, introduction to logical fallacies, there would have actually been a really good... See, maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe this was a meta class... 
And that the last yeah. week, which we didn't happen to see because he got hit by a car because another <laughs> atheist like murdered him because uh, atheists don't drive in the rain well or something. Like we're all from the Midwest. I don't understand. But anyway, yeah. uh, he he. We never saw the last week of class, which he was he was like, now great. You have now seen a performance between me and a student who's not really a student, but a really smart, young-looking <laughs> professor. We showed you 732 logical fallacies, which you must identify using this handy worksheet. This is 100% of your grade. Uh, I like yeah. the idea that, you know, now that, like, the class just, you know, it's just, he doesn't get an A for it. There's just no class anymore. Like, the class is like a zero or like a did not complete because, like, the oh, professor's yeah. dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody goes, gets an A. Does well, everybody have to go re- write professor is dead on a cla- paper? <laughs> <laughs> John, cut to Josh leafing through a stack of professors that she's behind Completing on them. Oh, hopefully. God. You know, that, that actually... Does that transition into your compliment? It does, with all this talk of logical fallacies. Mine is actually for the publication Psychology Today. There was a great article uh, that I found called uh, God's Not Dead? Question mark. Neither is Philosophy, written by a logician and a philosopher. Mm-hmm. and uh, His name is David Kyle Johnson. And he took really copious notes about all the debates uh-huh. and he he kind of shows why each one is is really like everything that every character is saying is completely untenable and it yep. was really a fun read i thought yeah uh, it's not written by like it's clearly the debate is not written by someone who's good at debates yeah but then he also goes through and says okay so if he wanted to win here he could have said this oh yeah and like yeah i learned from my per- were- my, my class with professor fireson there are a lot of really interesting discussions they could be having like the problem of yeah. evil is a fascinating like year-long study not a thing you casually mention i mean alternatively yeah. the problem of reese's pieces right <laughs> no the solution right, <laughs> of reese's pieces right <laughs> yeah that would have oh man See, if we had been having that debate, wouldn't that have been so much better? <laughs> oh. Professor Read It and Weep was like, all right, I'm sorry. Have you not seen Reese's Pieces? The end. We win. Oh, yeah. We, no, we slime him. Like, we, have, we pull a lever and a million Reese's Pieces <laughs> fall on him from yeah. the ceiling. God, You're that's welcome. the magic word. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I, we'll, we'll post a link to that article. That does sound really interesting. I'll check that out, too. Uh, so my minor compliment is, uh, so the band at the end is real bad, right? The Newsboys. Uh, sure. They're not great. And the oh, and apparently one of the news boys is a fifty-year-old Australian. They, oh yeah, <laughs> the band has been playing None since of them the eighties. He is Peter Pan, like yeah. not growing up, but his face is fifty. Like yeah. if he's a boy, <laughs> they're news That's dudes. a boy with a fifty-year-old face. And they looked like when they saw him in the in the green room. I was like, oh, they're just such an aging, not successful. They look like a cover band the way they were dressed. Anyway, uh, so they're not great, but I was looking around the audience and I was like, it seems like there's a real diversity in this audience of ages, like people, and you'd think not all of these people like bad pop punk, right? But here's what it, here's what I figured out. When all you, when you care about the message over the, the way it's delivered, you don't get to be choosy about quality. The Newsboys are the, one of the only bands playing music where the, like every lyric is about Jesus and that's what you care about, so you can't be that choosy. And so I was, I, that got me thinking about this whole movie the same way which is like if you only go to see movies where you can say yes this agrees with my religious point of view then you don't get to go to see a lot of movies and so this movie allowed a bunch of uh religious zealots and homebodies to go out and enjoy popcorn and a comfy chair (laughs) and you know sitting around for a couple hours and that's what they need the experience of watching a movie is super fun and I'm glad that somebody made a movie for these people who only care about the message uh, and don't have to care about quality. 
And to I them, mean, this yeah. was probably a great movie. Just like they were like, those well, people were smiling along with that band. Like, oh, this is music. I wish I had listened to music before. I think before. you're onto something. They saved a lot of time and money by not making that movie a movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing, guys. Point. If we yeah. could make a Christian movie that like wasn't like, like, it could be so easy to make a Christian movie that's slightly better than this and make a gajillion dollars. <laughs> I, I, yeah, absolutely. I think there's 78%. I haven't seen Noah yet. <laughs> I'm sure it's not good. Now that was only based on Noah. It was not like a. a it's not like a. It's not like right. an authorized, like completely factual. They took some liberties with it, from what I hear. So, you know. right, like at no point are there dinosaurs fucking on that ark. Right? Is that how it works? Dinosaurs fuck on the ark in this movie? Okay, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> door slamming. I'm out. Little trail of dust behind. No, me. I actually think you probably wouldn't make a gazillion dollars because, like, it's not just all Christians will go to a movie like this. It's like only people who care 100% about every word of every movie being in agreement with them. and Otherwise, they won't see it. Like, this those movie people, is making bank, though. Like, Yeah, it was it was a good return on investment, which is also interesting. Like A bad movie is a good investment sometimes. That's fascinating. Oh, yeah. Maybe businessman Dean Cain was behind the whole thing, and that's why it was so successful. <laughs> yeah, that's why we never heard what he does for a living, is he'd just be on the phone being like, sell shares in stock now. His business card just <laughs> says, Dean Cain, business. <laughs> <laughs> that is it for our show we'll be back again next week next week we're talking about gozu uh, which is one of my top five favorite Japanese sauces and we're just gonna eat it on noodles. No, this is a this is a crazy 2003 Japanese horror film. Have you heard of this? I haven't. Oh, it's gonna be weird. Oh, it's gonna be weird. Ezra, this might be kind of like this might be pushing it for you. Uh, yeah. So buckle up. Yeah, just uh, from what I can gather. <laughs> oh, sweet face, Ezra. Well, maybe I'll like I'll like cover up half of the screen. Yeah, be ready. Yeah, be ready for earmuffs. Or I'll like look from behind something. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> through, your, through your closed fingers. Uh, anyway, this is sponsored by Alex Hankey, who says uh, that he'll never look at a soup ladle the same way. So. Holy shit. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just show you, tell you. All right. Um, the, the the rating for this on IMDb, rated R for ab- ab- aberrant sexual and violent content and for language. Oh, yeah. Aberrant sexual. I'm not sec- sure if I've, I'm not sure if I've ever seen that. Was there any sexual like- content? No, this is the new oh, movie. Oh, sorry, sorry. This the new Gozu. movie. My bad. I right. was like, what did I miss? No, this was not the Newsboys play a concert. <laughs> 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 Newsboys green room, though. Hoof. <laughs> yeah, the side Fuck hugs. Fuck that right. cancer yeah. right out of Amy. Rated PG-13 for side hugs. <laughs> anyway, so that's Gozu next week. Uh, aberrant sexual activity. This is going to be a weird one, so let's all buckle up. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, if you want to sponsor an episode, go to read-weep.com and set up for the mailing list. If you have any feedback, you can also send it to us at read-weep.com slash contact. We're on Twitter at read underscore weep on facebook.com slash read weep. I'm Alex underscore Falcone. Thank you for being here at C. Walter Smith and at Ezra Fox. Of course. And thank you so much for joining us, Caitlin Gill. It was such a pleasure. CaitlinGill.com. That's right, at Robot Caitlin. At Robot Caitlin. Uh, was Caitlin Gill taken, or did you just want to be a robot? Uh, actually, I did a really dumb old lady thing uh, when I was wearing a robot Halloween costume, and I thought that changing your Twitter handle was an easy thing you could just do for a day. It's not. <laughs> it's not. You have to, like, change all your links. Yeah. You can change your little description underneath, which is exactly what I should have done, but no, Grandma went ahead and changed her Twitter handle based on a costume one time. 
And in order to not lose another gazillion followers, I decided that I would go ahead and just keep it. But I do really like it. Robot Caitlin, all caps. It's pretty good. And uh, yeah, CaitlinGill.com has access to some other stuff. Uh, and you, she does comedy in the Bay Area a whole I do lot. Comedy and, 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 and touring. And she's yeah. so good. Uh, well, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Oh, very much. Thanks, gentlemen. We'll talk to you again later. Goodbye, everybody. Yo, they go. No. <laughs> He gonna finger blast her in that newsboy concert. No. All, of, all of that Staples Center bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>